0: Hey guys, Trigger here. I'm here to talk to you about a company called Stain Metal 666 that's based out of Mexico. Um, They're really involved in the metal music scene. Uh, I don't know if y'all know this about me, but I really do love listening to rock and metal music. Uh, Been that way for a long time. I'm into a lot of bands. Uh, One of the bands I currently started listening to a lot is Ginger and they've worked closely with them on promoting their shirts and their hats and everything they have to offer with this business. So I'm here to give them a shout out because I just ordered from them recently and they definitely have a positive message of loving music and loving metal music and staying together as a community through metal music so definitely definitely a good company to be a part of and they're looking for support um i'm going to link their facebook page in the in the in the podcast part of it so y'all can definitely check them out uh the link will be in the description and uh yeah just give them a chance uh Luis is a hard worker and he'll work with you to get whatever product you need from them shipped worldwide. And uh, it's definitely worth the wait. They're amazing products. I am waiting to get mine in this week and I'll definitely be supporting and wearing it. So yeah, definitely check them out and uh, take it easy and stay metal. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Wrestling Has Lost Its Way. Uh, There's a lot of stuff to go through. A lot has happened, so to get it going, here's Johnny.
1: All right. First off, uh, WWE's uh, contract with the Amway Center is going to run out on November 24th, which is two days after Survivor Series. So they're not going to be able to to use that as a Thunderdome anymore because the uh, uh, already starting in December, the Orlando Magic are going to move back in there for for another NBA season. So we'll see where they what they come up with next. Maybe they'll move it back into the Performance Center. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Hope not. Uh, the uh, <clears throat> the third quarter or- earnings came out. For WWE, and once again, they have made a profit—two uh, hundred twenty-one point six million—over between the months of July and September. Which, you know, I, again, I go back to the releases they had in, in April. That, if you, if you add all those salaries together, that's only two percent of what they made. That that. And, that would have cost him instead of getting rid of all those people. But you know, every time they've had they've had these quarterly earnings last last couple of years, so someone always has to has to be a victim. You know, last last year they got rid of Bischoff as a SmackDown uh, director before the quarter earnings. Earlier this year, they got rid of their co-presidents, uh, Barry Yilson Wilson, right before the earnings report. Of course, in April, they had the, the Black Wednesday, right before the quarterly earnings. And then in the summer before Q2, they, had, uh, they got rid of Paul Heyman as the executive director. This time for Q3, they got rid of all WWE Twitch channels. Yeah, so no one is broadcasting on Twitch, as far as WWE is concerned, for the time being. Which you know, of course, upsets a lot of people. And I, I know, I know, Freddie watches them a lot. He's triggered. He yeah. his
0: name. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. Yeah. Go ahead. Give <laughs> <laughs> okay. right, me the floor. Okay. So
0: when i heard about it i knew exactly why he's doing this so a couple of weeks ago there was talks that vince wanted to get in on these twitch streams because they were making so much money off of it yeah so he tried to work it out with them to take a percentage at first, because they were using their real name, their superstar names. So a lot of them switched over and then they started using their real names. And then Vince came up with the excuse that you obviously have to sign the contract with WWE with your real name. So that was his excuse for trying to get get in on it again with them using their real names. Now, I don't see how that would work. When obviously this is n- this isn't news to anyone. It's, you're giving your real name when you're born. That's when you get it. Yes. Now, when when they were born, nobody, none of them thought, "Oh, I'm going to be a WWE superstar at zero minutes born." <laughs> okay. So well, I don't see. Oh. <laughs> well depends on who you are probably Charlotte but
2: <laughs> Randy Orton maybe
0: <laughs> probably but I don't see how he can try and move in when they're using their real names because they're no longer I know their appearance and all that but all the merch they were making is even them being called their real names on stream, they switched everything around to not use their their superstar names. So I don't see how it works with him or in his mind that he feels that he can get money from this. Not only that, I heard a rumor that he was trying to get 80% of the income from every single one of them. Which is completely fucked. How are you going to try and take so much when they're no longer using their superstar name? If they were using their name still, I understand, but they're not <laughs> using it anymore, so no, you have if, no right.
1: And, and if anything, I think the, the parents of those wrestlers have more rights to the real names than Vince does. <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> So, one of the things I told Andrew was, I know exactly where this is going. There, yes. In my mind, the way I see this going, the big names, Alistair and Zelina, hey, that's right. yeah. yeah.
2: Somebody's well, going to have to take him to court.
0: <laughs> or, no, no, yes, I know that's what we talked about, that somebody's going to have to take him to court. I see this working better if they all collectively take him to court.
1: Right, as a right, class action, like Saraya was saying, she, form a union. Yeah, she's already yeah. talking. She's talking about unions. Yeah,
2: yeah. several of them are probably gonna have to get together, class action lawsuit, and take him to court. Especially, yeah. Now I can see him owning the rights to their
1: stage name, but not their real names now. Yeah. And and if things go the way we, we want them to in this country on Tuesday, Vince is gonna <laughs> get fucked.
0: Hell yes. Yeah, okay. So to just as a side note, I'm normally off on I'm off on Wednesdays from work. So yeah. every four years I stay up to watch this shit. And I'm gonna be sitting here. I'm I don't have it yet. It's supposed to come in tomorrow.
1: Uh
0: (laughs) I have a blank foam finger coming in. (laughs) And in big black letters, I'm just going to write, fuck you, Trump, on it. And I'm going to be sitting here until he loses with my fuck you foam finger on.
1: I'm ready for him to lose. I can't wait to post the gif of Daniel Bryan doing the yes. Yes. (laughs) yes
0: <laughs> yeah just you know that's just as a side note but yeah back to more important what if things he for now
1: well then we're all fucked
0: i'm going to canada
2: that's what i <laughs> said last time nobody <laughs> left
0: oh. <laughs> this time i'm really going to canada <laughs> no i mean back back to this lawsuit thing though for real yeah um yeah, it's going to take, I think it would be better for a lot of them to come together and try and take them down that way because not only would this trial and everything probably last a long time, so for them to do it separately would kind of be, it would be time consuming. So just get everybody together, do it collectively, take them for a shitload of money. And then turn right back around, buy stock with that money and take over the company.
1: Yeah. Yes.
0: That's what I would do. That's what I would do if I was one of them.
1: Because see, if you look at it, that's what AEW is. AEW is pretty much a wrestling run company. Yes. A wrestler yes. run company.
0: Yeah. So this is what you do here. You take him for a shitload of his money. And then you use his own money against him. And by Vince, I'm just saying. That's what I would love to have.
1: So, so you're going to take his money and then give him his money back for his, for the company? Yes. <laughs> okay.
0: You're out, fucker. Yeah. As long as he's out, forget, imagine Alistair, Zelina, Soraya, and AJ running the company. <laughs> Just to name a few. There'd probably be more. But it's the inmates running the asylum, fucker. <laughs> We're going to do things right this time. <laughs> yeah. In, in in my own world, that's how I would see it working. But we will see what happens. And to kind of stop stop on this moment for now the reason i'm not so triggered right now is because on there i think it was, i think it was thursday yeah thursday night a lot of them had goodbye streams as a goodbye for now because they didn't know what was going to happen but ever since then some of them have still been streaming so, I don't know exactly what's been said. Nothing's really been reported as of Friday. So, that's why I'm not so triggered right now. It's because I'm still able to watch some of them. Some of them are still able to stream. So, again, I don't know where this is going, but we will see. So,
1: yeah. Uh, well, while we're on the subject of Vince, uh, WWE Studios is going to s- selling a documentary on Vince to Netflix. Now, I am not going to say this is going to be a true documentary because it's it's WWE's doing it, not Netflix. So you you know they're not going to they're not going to tell the truth about about how Vince is. You know, is it a new
2: documentary, or is it the one they released like 10, 20 years ago? It's a new, okay.
1: new documentary. It's okay. it's uh, going to be with the the same guy that produced the Andre the Giant documentary. Okay. Yeah, so, <laughs> but but like no. I said, you know, w- w- we probably won't hear the hear the full truth about what Vince is like because it's not a true. It won't be a true like independent documentary.
0: Okay, now, now I'm not going to be like Dark Side of the
2: Ring.
1: Oh. <laughs> no, not like Dark Side of the Ring. Dark Side no. of the Ring could do a whole season on Vince.
0: <laughs> yes, a whole series on Vince. Okay. Just call it the Dark Side of Vince. Oh, <laughs> oh and there's a lot there, trust me. <laughs> okay, when I heard that this was going on between Vince and Netflix... In my mind, again, we're we're going back in my mind, and that's a very dark place. (laughs) So, in my mind, my first thoughts were, don't you have enough enough out there on yourself? (laughs) Your ego is so fucking huge that now... You're going to need this from Netflix to make a documentary on yourself. And like Johnny said, it's not a true documentary. He's going to make himself look like a million bucks when you're really only truly worth one cent, motherfucker. I I give you credit for your early years. What you did with the company, Attitude Era, all that shit. It was amazing. Now... Not so much, and I blame you for all of that. So you're gonna make you so you're gonna make yourself seem like you're worth a lot when most of the stuff going on in this company is shit because of you. So and that's me keeping it nicely. I could say a lot more, but I won't because I want this <laughs> as negative as this has sounded about me right now. I want this to be a good podcast, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm not let, I'm not gonna let it go down that deeper route. But yeah, I I just think he's feeding his ego a lot more, and I, I for one will not watch it because fuck you, I don't care about you right now. So that that's just my thoughts on Vince at the moment. We've said it many times he he needs to be. Let out to pasture. He just needs to go.
1: So, <laughs> yeah,
0: I will yeah. leave it at that.
1: <laughs> All right. So this week, for the first time since Great American Bash, NXT beat AEW in the ratings. That's because I guess because NXT was having their Halloween havoc. NXT drew eight hundred seventy-six thousand to AEW seven hundred eighty-one thousand. So good for them. It'll probably go back to normal next week.
0: Yeah, I mean, we've seen it a couple of times in these last couple of months where NXT throws out Bash at the Beach, yeah, or or something like that, and they beat them in the ratings for the one week or even two, but (laughs) after that, it goes back to normal. So you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Enjoy it. All the singing
2: dance from last week. That's what it was. People had to tune out from Jericho's singing and dancing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that might have helped a little. Maybe.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so uh, this year, there we're not going to get uh, war games the night before Survivor Series. But the the next uh, NXT TakeOver is scheduled for December 6th. So at least we're going to get one more before the year's over. Is that going to be war games? No, it's not going to be war games. Hmm. Yeah, no war games. Because they, they want to have a live audience for that. So I guess maybe next year. I thought that's what they were setting up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what happened this week? <laughs> yeah. yeah no.
0: I would think that's what they would have been setting up, but I guess not. Well,
1: okay. Well, as of right now, they they don't have a four games plan, But we'll see. That could change. Never yeah.
0: It very well could. So we will see.
1: But uh, New Japan is actually planning on having the largest, largest wrestling audience since the pandemic started. Uh, their president announced that they're going to have, again, they're going to have Wrestle Kingdom on two nights this year. On January 4th and 5th. And they're uh, even even with uh, social distancing, they're gonna have a a crowd of twenty thousand in the Tokyo Dome, which Tokyo Dome you can fit fifty thousand people, but because um, of restrictions, that's like what forty percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
0: 20,000 people. Yeah. Fuck, that's a big number.
2: <laughs> that's as big as uh, that's what American Airlines Center holds. Yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. Shit, shit. Wow. Well, good. You know, good for New Japan. You know, do it carefully. Yeah. You're doing it right. Everything seems to be okay over there even though there were reports of some new shit happening but
1: yeah i mean they are doing better over there than we are
0: yeah yeah we are starting to close down again over here so yes that just goes to show how we're handling the situation
1: (laughs) and uh um daniel bryan you know last week we talked about how, how he announced that he's He's starting to wind down his career, and and uh, you know this is going to be his last his last contract with WWE, which ends next year. By the way, he's he's uh, said that he's already he's already working behind the scenes. He's uh, he created the whole Drew Gulak push earlier this year, and he's also behind uh, Chad Gable getting rid of the Shorty G character. And Big E has said that it was Daniel Bryan's idea to give him a push, a singles push on Spank So that that's good. I you know, once once Daniel Bryan's career is over, I want to see him join that, that creative team. And I, I yes. know if he's, he's got some good ideas.
0: Yeah. You know what? Here's a thought. Let him take over for Vince. Fuck it.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> damn it we went there again well hold on let, let me let me rephrase i went there again so yeah you know daniel Bryan, great ideas would be better than vince at the moment so yeah. let him take over
1: and finally we lost uh another wrestler this week of, uh, which is actually a wrestler that i i remember the name but i I hardly remember in the ring. It was uh, Tracy Smothers, who was 58. He died of lymphoma. Uh, He wrestled for WWF, WCW, and ECW. Was a former United States champion in WCW and a former ECW tag team champion. So I don't know if y'all remember him. Nope. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> Name does not sound familiar to me.
1: Yeah, you, you know, said Tommy Smothers, Tracy Smothers. Oh, Tracy, the only smothers I know is Tommy Smothers of the Smothers Brothers. <laughs> and you know what? No, no, you said that I, I didn't remember him either. And I had heard him on a non wrestling news show. And I told my mom, I said, Hey, you, you know, one of the Smothers Brothers died. <laughs> She's like, well, well, it's okay. She didn't know who they were either. <laughs>
0: this, this is as close as I can get to remembering who this guy is. I know Smithers from The Simpsons. <laughs> That's as close as I'm going to get. So, right. you know, nothing against him. I it, it was just before my time, I would yeah, think. So. and
1: and... <laughs> Uh, And apparently he wasn't that big of a name for us to remember him. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I I would have to look up, see what character he played in WWF. Yeah,
0: still R.I.P. though, you know, 58 years old. Yeah. Still way too young, so yeah, R.I.P.
1: That's the news.
0: All right. Well, before we get into our shows of the week, uh, I'm going to go through with Johnny first and get his thoughts and favorite moment from Hell in a Cell.
1: Well, uh, obviously the best match of the night had to be the, the Hell in a Cell was between Roman and Jay. <clears throat> that that match had, had all kinds of, of drama in it. You had, uh, you know... Roman was dominating through most of the match, and it finally got to the point to where the referee wanted to stop it. Uh, But Roman didn't let Roman threw the ref of the hard top rope, which I've heard his that referee's son has actually come out and blasted Roman Reigns. (laughs) But but he's just a kid. But uh, anyway, uh, so you know Roman got to the point Roman was gonna take take the steel steps and 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 just try and stick 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 the steps down down onto Jay. Uh you know, Jimmy came out and he he got into the cell. They let him in the cell. He 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 got on top of Jada to you know to cover him and he was and you know he was like, What are you doing? This is you know, he used his real name. He said, This is Josh you know, and the you know Roman starts crying. He's like, "Well, I don't, I, you know, I don't know what's happening to me." And he reaches out for for Jimmy's hand, like like he's gonna hug him, but instead he he puts him in in the the guillotine. And and by this point, Jay had had, had already passed out, so Jimmy was getting his attention, wake him up, and. Jake saw what was going on. And he had no choice but he had to quit to save save his his brother. Uh, I mean, you know, I, it it made made this seem it made it seem real to watch that go on. And then at the end, once he was Roman declared the winner. You had the wild Samoans off and Sika on the stage. They. Uh, Put the lay on on the Roman to symbolize him as being the tribal chief, and which this episode this, uh, continued on SmackDown, which we'll talk about later. But yeah, that was it. it was a match of the night, really. And the only other surprise of the night that I had was Tucker turning heel on Otis mm-hmm. during the match between the Miz. Uh, it was uh, I, I forget what what move uh, what move was it but uh, Tucker had the briefcase was standing at ringside and he was able to reach out and just just hit hit Otis with the briefcase down the rest back and that allowed Miz to pick up the win so Miz is once again, money, Mister Money in the Bank. Uh, I, I mean, other than that, it was it, it, was, it was pretty good. Sasha and Bailey match was good. Uh, the the Randy and Drew match. It, it, it was it was okay okay. But I, I think I think the Roman J match should have been last. Instead.
0: True. What were your thoughts on it?
1: Okay. Vince is
2: an idiot. <laughs> That's my thoughts. <laughs> it, all that with, has... it all has to. It has to do with one thing. I was gonna say we're back to that again. Yeah. <laughs> the Tucker turn. The Tucker hero turn. I understand. one to take the belt, the briefcase from. Otis, I don't know why, but i um, but he's breaking up tag teams. I hate him breaking up all these tag teams. <laughs> he broke up broke up Tucker and Otis, just like he did Mandy and Sonya. Let's just break up all the good tag teams lately. They broke up the New Day. They broke up their Iconics. I know you hate them, but they're still they were still a tag team. <laughs> I guess Vince just doesn't like tag teams. And now we know why FTR and the OC decided to leave because Vince doesn't like tag teams and they knew they weren't going to get a shot at anything, but because they were a tag team, the only tag team he likes are the ones he forced us (laughs) together. So that's my thought on that thing. But yeah, I like the other matches too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I went on a rant that just triggered me. I was like, what the (laughs) fuck is going on here? (laughs)
1: <laughs> I was triggered yeah, that for a little bit. I, I, I mean, I wasn't expecting it. I wasn't either. But
0: All right. So here, here's what I'm going to say on all the breaking up of the tag teams. New Day, they were together for a long time. So by this point, we knew eventually it had to happen. It yeah. had been teased a little bit, so... Yeah, is it is it frustrating that they did it to them? Yes, but we knew it was coming, so I was kind of ready for that one. I'm not fine with it, but I understand it. It Has to happen someday. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah, breaking up the iconics. Billy Kay sucks. She she's off TV. You're pushing Peyton.
1: She was there Friday. Yeah, she was.
0: (laughs) And I. I zoned out as soon as I saw her. So to me, she wasn't on TV. So
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, that's fine. Give Peyton her push. We kept we kept the good one. That's all that matters. <laughs> uh, yeah, but with Tucker and Otis, why? Just why? I, I know they were in NXT together. And I know they have been on main roster for a bit, but it's, it, it still wasn't their time. So why do it this early in their main roster career? I won't understand, but eventually I know they'll get back together or whatever. As, as long as whatever story they're going to run with isn't too damaging I could see them working them back together. So let's just see where it goes. Stay a little bit triggered because I understand I am there with it as well. But let's see where this goes. But, yeah, uh, I agree with most of the points y'all made. The The only thing I would do differently is I would have had Sasha and Bailey as the main event. I think that match was match of the night. It was it was perfection as far as the story they were telling and how they pulled off all the moves, all their spots. It was perfect. And to speak on the Drew-Randy match for a second, we've been spoiled. Hmm. We know what extreme looks like. So, whenever you climb the cell, there's only one way down for one of them.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> and, and oh, I'm sorry, in my eyes, if you're not coming down from the top of the cell, thank you, Mick Foley,
2: You're only half-assing.
0: It. <laughs> yeah, you're only half-assing. It. <laughs> okay. Once you've had Mick Foley flying and him looking straight into the camera with his tooth in his nose... <laughs> everything else is just not going to compare to that moment Hell, so... even
2: Shane jumped off the top of the cell yes really? yes
0: Boy. so uh, I understand you got to protect them and this is a different time but they'll be fine if Mick Foley is fine which borderline he is fine <laughs> Barely want that, but hey, he can't walk <laughs> But that that could be for many reasons. Andrew, I'm trying to make a point here.
1: Uh, <laughs> oh, 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 Shane's still walking.
0: Shane's still walking. There you go. Thank you, thank you, John. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, we're we're spoiled. So if it's if it's someone not coming off at the top of the cell, it's just not going to compare. It still looked cool. I I, I just thought it would have been better if would have went off from the top but that's just me pretty good spots in the pay-per-view so i can't be too mad at it it was a fun night so now that we got our thoughts in there about Helena cell i'm gonna go over to johnny and see what he enjoyed from raw this week
1: okay it was it was a little tough this week because we uh we really didn't get too much on Raw this week. We we had uh, we had three qualifying matches for uh, the uh, the Survivor Series for Raw, and two of them pretty much ended the same way with the opposite guys uh, helping out. Uh, yeah, but uh, the one match that that actually had a had a clean finish was uh, Sheamus and Matt Riddle, which I'm. I, I thought it was a was a really good match, you know. I, I think maybe they they had this match on SmackDown before, but it and they got it, a good decent amount of time at uh, time in, but eventually, Seamus uh, Sheamus outlasted Matt Riddle. Which, by the way, something I didn't mention earlier, which pissed me off when I heard it, Matt Riddle's gonna lose his first name. They're just gonna start calling him Riddle, and apparently Matt Riddle is okay with that, because he's, he seemed tweeted about that. But anyway, the the other uh, two that that made the team were uh, Keith Lee. He he defeated uh, defeated Elias only because he he had help from uh, from uh, Jeff Hardy. Which Jeff Hardy was getting payback because earlier in the night he had a uh, qualifying match against AJ Styles, uh, and I, I guess Styles won that clean you too. But but uh, Jeff Hardy was distracted by uh, the tall guy that AJ has outside the ring. I don't know what his name is. He he's had different roles. He oh, motherfucker. He he, <laughs> he played he played the tall ninja. And then he was a doorman for the for the Raw Underground. Now he's I guess AJ's bodyguard. So anyway, uh, yeah. So AJ defeated him, but after that match, Elias came and got payback on Jeff by hitting him with the guitar. So it looks like that feud's gonna continue. So as of right now, you have uh, Keith Lee, Sheamus, and AJ Styles are on Team Raw so far two spots left
0: I'm not too mad at those choices I'm pretty happy mm-hmm. with the first three
1: yeah so better, than, for... better, than, better than the raw women's team <laughs>
0: yeah definitely better than that shit show <laughs> that they're trying to push on us yeah. but as big as these names are the, these last two they get definitely need to impress Yes. You know, yep. you need to finish off strong. So,
1: which I've, I've heard a rumor that actually Drew is going to be one of them. So,
0: which I mean, that's kind of a given, I would think. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: Being, being that he just lost the title, they're like, okay, well, here's the consolation prize. Yeah. The other one yeah. Braun? <laughs> yeah. Could be. Well, okay. We'll see.
0: Okay. Yeah. Just, Braun
2: drew and lee on the same team
0: (laughs) yeah that's that's a lot of formidable team damn it (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah you know what yeah fucking
1: do that with with aj and seamus
0: oh yeah oh fucking unbeatable team i don't care who smackdown gets yeah that's an unbeatable team man holy shit all right hell yeah let's fucking do that (laughs) <laughs> yeah so yeah that i mean it, it took up a lot of monday night raw but understandable for what's coming up so yeah. and I'm, I'm good with that for now we'll see what happens next monday so to continue on with the moments i'm gonna move over to drew and see what he enjoyed from raw there was a couple of
2: backstage things that happened First of all, our truth. Uh, they asked him about being the twenty-fourth champion. It's dangerous, and he said, "Dangerous is one of his three middle names." <laughs> he said his middle name is R. Franklin Dangerously Copperpot Truth. Copperpot. <laughs> I don't know where he comes up with this shit, but it was funny. <laughs> and the other one, they were in the back arguing, and Garza hit on Naya, <laughs> and evidently she was a. Wasn't opposed to it. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: And then Shane asked her, Garza really? She goes, why not? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was funny. Those were my moments. I just <laughs> love the stuff backstage this week. <laughs>
0: uh, oh, Garza, you're making us look bad. <laughs> oh, you're hitting on Naya. <laughs> yeah, I mean, must,
1: and, you know, and, and, to hit on Naya, you must be a real man. Oh. And, and I'm, I'm part Garza. My mom's a Garza, so.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, fuck. What, well, what can I say? That's a big girl, man. So he's I, a little I, bitty guy I, And he's a little itty bitty guy. So, I mean, good luck. I hope. <laughs> I hope you like being on top because if you're on bottom, you're gonna die,
1: motherfucker. She, <laughs> she weighs like what, two hundred seventy? So, I think. Yeah, that, I think. Yeah. I think JoJo one time accidentally mentioned her weight when she, yeah. she was melting her.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, just just to end on it, I want to clear something up. Just. I know we said we we're going to push the limits on the show a little bit, and we'd be free to talk about whatever we want. We're not fat shaming here. We're just stating facts.
1: Oh, yeah. she's not even fat. She's seventy-two. She's not even fat. It's all muscle.
0: Yeah, I said we're stating facts. Yeah. So we're we're good. I I think we'll be fine. But to move away from that moment. I mean, it, it's, it's, I feel bad. Okay. Why, why arsenic? <laughs> what, why arsenic? Really, Alexa? I love you. <laughs> I like that you're in the fun house. It was a great, it was a great fun house with you in there. I enjoyed every bit of it. Poor rambling rabbit. <sighs> you didn't die once. You died twice in this funhouse episode. that now? Oh. oh <laughs> shit. What if they're you? <laughs> what if they're using arsenic as their own this is COVID thing and he's immune to arsenic?
1: <laughs>
0: oh, shit. Come on, yeah, WWE. He survives, we
1: don't
0: need don't, it. he survives the arsenic.
2: Don't get beat with the what he beat with? That flash the cruc
1: no, it's the crucifix that that they used during the whole uh, when his his feud was Randy. Okay, yeah. yeah. By the way, it's called it's not called a crucifix; it, it's a crucifix.
0: Sure. <laughs> yeah <Okay. laughs> since that's what they said. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Yeah, but uh, obviously, I know I've chosen this as most of my moments, but. It's different this week. I, ch- I chose it because Ramblin'. Come on, man. You, you got me in the feels, bro. Like, I understand you dying once, but dying twice, come on. I Justice for Ramblin' Rabbit is what I want.
1: <laughs> okay, well, since you didn't bring it up, I'm going to bring it up. I, I like that they're pushing the story about how Randy's afraid of the fiend. And right. doesn't, w- doesn't want to look at The Fiend. Because when he was on the up on the ramp,
2: he went back towards Drew instead of yeah. up the ramp towards The Fiend. <laughs> yeah. I guess he thought that was a fight he could have an easier
1: chance of winning. <laughs> yeah. And someone he could look at without getting scared.
0: <laughs> without shitting himself on TV? Let's mm-hmm. go ahead
1: and say it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, he obviously chose the easier path by running away from the fiend. So I I understand your choice, Randy. But don't worry. It's coming for you. He's coming for you. (laughs) And you are not going to be able to outrun him this time. Yeah. And I'll be happy the day he strangles you. (laughs) That's coming. Don't worry about it. I went went a little dark there in my mind. I just want him to strangle Randy, but fuck (laughs) it. That's going to happen. So, now now that we got our moments for Raw in there, I'm going to go ahead and move over to SmackDown and see what was Johnny's favorite moment.
1: Okay. Uh, Well, mine was the the tag match between the Street Profits and uh, Cesaro and, and Nakamura, which, you know, we saw this match a few weeks ago, but the, this was when they were both on their brands. Now they're both on SmackDown. And really, for me, there were only only two spots that really stood out. Right before they went to commercial, uh, Montez Ford charged at Cesaro. They were in the ring. Cesaro caught him, picked him up, threw him from the ring over the barricade and you just, you know, Montez is really good about getting height to his moves. So, you know, with a combination of, of his height and, and the, the push that Cesaro gave him when once he, once he threw him, he, you know, he went like three rows back. <laughs> that was a big move. And then of course, also the, uh, the height he got when he does the frog splash at the, to end the match—I mean, I, 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 you know, watched the replay. He, he actually went out of the screen on the on the replay. That's how high he went. But yeah, it, it was it was a good match, and Street Profits got the win. Uh, which you know we were talking about tag teams earlier. SmackDown really needs more tag teams for the Street Profits. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you said, props, really good match, really great spot to win the match. So, yeah, you pretty much nailed it. And, yeah, it's true that they do need more tag teams. So, let's work on that. Let's work on getting them more competitors. So, yeah, you know what that means, Vince. Don't split up the street profit. (laughs)
2: Oh, that's an A. No, Vince.
0: Oh, Oh, fucking A. See, we shouldn't have said it. Now we know it's coming. (laughs) We can't show what we love because you'll split them up. So, Yeah, but pretty good moment there. So I'm going to go over to Andrew and see what was his favorite moment from SmackDown. I
2: want to go with Murphy trying to apologize to... (laughs) The Mysterio family. (laughs) But of course, Seth interrupts. Comes out there saying how he he approves of Murphy and Aaliyah's relationship. He would marry him today, which makes me think he's an ordained minister now. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Calling uh, Ray and Dominic, what do you call them, weak? Scared, cowards, whatever. That's when Dominic comes out and attacks Seth. Well, Murphy pulls Dominic off Seth, then he attacks Seth. And then that's when uh, Dom turns around and attacks Murphy. They fight it out. And then Ray comes out and attacks Murphy. And then Leah jumps in and admits she loves Murphy. And then we get the big kiss in the middle of the ring. What? Well, <laughs> we knew this was coming.
1: Yeah, but I do think they are moving a little too fast. I mean, I, I actually wasn't, I wasn't expecting to see Aaliyah and Buddy, Buddy Murphy walking down the ring together, holding hands. Yeah. <laughs> this soon.
0: Since you brought it up, yeah, I agree that this is moving a little too soon. Uh, I think. Them walking down together is is fine with me. I think it was. Difficult. I think, the, yeah, yeah. That the kiss soon. is too soon. They should have done that maybe two, three more weeks down the line. I would say two weeks is pretty good down the line. But yeah, I agree with you that they're moving a little too quickly. So does this mean next week is the wedding?
1: Because we know where
0: this is going.
1: <laughs> That's exactly where this is going. I'm, well, no, I'm calling gonna, it. Well, no, they're going to elope. <laughs> and you know, what Vince they, is going to do, don't you?
2: He's going to force Dominic and Murphy into a tag team. No.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got a brothers-in-law. I mean, they got a, they have to tag together.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, I agree. Now, I like the story. This part of it might have been moving a little too quickly, but hey, I can't. I can't be too mad because I do like this story. So <clears throat>
2: she's nineteen, Oops. so it's fine.
0: Oh. <laughs> yeah. It, it, I know there's a a lot of people have been talking about how they don't like it because of the age difference, but. I see no problem with it. She's of age. He's definitely of age. So what's the problem here? I think, what what is it, a 14-year difference? No,
1: like a 12.
0: 12? Yeah. Okay. Well, it, it's still fine with me. 12 doesn't sound bad. Okay?
1: Yeah.
0: I think it's it's fine. People just need to quit reading too much into it.
1: As long as she's over 18.
0: Yes, which she is. So it's perfectly fine. Stop hating on it, people. It's fun. (laughs) (laughs) So if I had to choose a moment, it's definitely Jay Uso versus Daniel Bryan. And what I like about it the most is... The intensity Jey Uso came to the ring with and his the aggressiveness he brought to this and Daniel Bryan acknowledging that he's in a different place. He's not the same Jey Uso that we all know. And Daniel Bryan trying to wrestle his match like he normally does at the beginning, but quickly getting overshadowed and him having to go a little bit more aggressive as well. I think that worked really great but Jay getting the win I love it and then da- and then uh, freaking Roman Reigns coming down and Jay just being like you are my tribal king you are my tribal chief
2: I get it now. I get
0: it. Yeah I get it now and Roman just being Show me. Prove it to me. <laughs> and, and the level that he went to, I, I, I forget if it was Jimmy or Jay who had the heel turn a couple of years ago, but it wasn't really that believable to me back in the day. This is believable, the way they're doing this story and the way Roman got into Jay's head and where he went with it oh man this is different level of storytelling and I I just love it this is this is my favorite thing going on right now so (laughs) yes and 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 that's a lot for me to say because I really y'all know my favorite thing for a long time has been the fiend and then mixing the Alexa in there to call this my favorite thing going on right now, that's really saying a lot. So they won me over with this story. I wasn't too sure at first, but now I am. I am in for this shit. So I can't wait to see where this goes and how Jimmy's going to come into play because, you know, that's going to be a whole other different level of emotions right there. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. Uh, now that we got our moments for SmackDown in there, I'm gonna move on to Halloween Havoc <laughs> and see what Johnny <laughs> liked from that night.
1: All right. Well, the thing I I, I like the uh, the haunted haunted house of of match between Cameron <laughs> Grimes and Dexter Lumis. So it started out as a uh, Cameron Grimes backstage begging Regal not to, not to have this match with him and Dexter Loomis because Cameron Grimes is just so, so scared of, of Loomis, and he gets to the point where uh, uh, Regal walks him out to the parking lot because that's where the match... Uh, well, he, he tells him that's where the match is going to start. But, uh, and, and then I guess Cameron Grimes thought Regal's going to walk with him out of the parking lot, so... As soon as he goes out the door, uh Regal shuts the door behind him and locks him out. Uh and y'all, y'all know I, I, I like the uh I like the, the nostalgia. I I, I love the uh the nineteen eighties van picking picking him up with the uh with uh, Freebird Michael PS <laughs> driving the van, kidnapping him, taking him out to out to some house in the middle of nowhere. Where you know as soon as he he walks in, there's just all all this this stuff taking taking place to you know to scare him and you know Loomis is, it, is in the house and they they fight for a bit and uh, I I can't remember every detail because it was it was really actually kind of hard to see what was going on because it was it was pretty dark in there. But uh, yeah. but you know after 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 a little bit, Loomis actually escaped the house. No, not Loomis, but Cameron Grimes actually escaped from the house. And it said to be continued. And then uh, later on in the night, uh, uh, Cameron Grimes actually made it back to the to the performance center. He I, I guess he walked back to the performance center. Or he ran all the way back. <laughs> yeah, he ran. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and so so then he he gets in he gets into the arena and, and into the ring where all of a sudden there's just all the smoke now uh, uh around the ring and there's also these zombies that are uh, walking all over the place and uh, loomis is there waiting for him and they 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 go at the uh, they wrestle. They wrestle a little longer. But, uh, the match. I don't know. I. I mean. I'm. A, I'm guessing Loomis won. They really didn't have an ending. There was no pinfall There was no. No bell ring. He choked him out. Oh! Oh! He did. Okay. He, he used his. I guess his sidearm choke he does
2: when he sits down and has them going the other way or whatever. Loomis okay. choked it, choked choked out Grimes.
1: Oh, okay. yeah so so anyway so dexter loomis won that craziness
2: (laughs) yeah it was crazy and either the zombies
1: were coming all over him and grimes during the match (laughs) and and my uh, my other observation it was that big joseph looked like a goof (laughs) 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 yeah because uh last 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 week uh uh but Wade Barrett uh he uh challenged him to a costume contest. So I said, okay. So he looked at Barry, he said, Where's your where's your costume? I am I am dressed up, I'm dressed as bad news Barrett and I am bad <laughs> news.
0: <laughs> uh yeah, man. What when doesn't he look like a bit of a dork is all I'm saying. But this week especially. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I I really did love everything that happened in that match and you know, it's Halloween havoc and Halloween and horror movies is is my favorite time of the year. So zombies, darkness, smoke, all that shit. I was I was all for it. So I, I really enjoyed that this week. So now that we got that amazing moment in there. I'm going to go over to Drew and see what was his favorite moment this
2: week. i not sure it was a favorite, but it was a moment. <laughs> Pat McAfee comes out, starts bad-mouthing Cole and uh, talking about how he paid uh, Rich, Rich Holland, Holland to take out Cole. And then the, the tag champ. Took him out, so he had to team with the guys that took out his paid guy. <laughs> and he's just bad enough an undisputed error. Well, mm-hmm. then Kyle O'Reilly comes out by himself. Comes to the ring. Standing out on the ringside, Pete Dunn shows up. He comes out, hands Kyle O'Reilly a chair. They both get in the ring like they're fixing to attack. Pat McAfee and Lorcan and Birch And Pete Dunn turns on Kyle. God dang it. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, Pete Dunn's part of Pat McAfee's crew, I guess. Now, I don't know. They haven't said nothing. So we'll see where this goes. My thought was this was the fourth, and they're set up for war games. The Undisputed against Pete
1: Dunn,
2: Lorcan and Birch, and McAfee. But we'll see
1: so when ridge holland comes back from injury you think he's going to be a part of his group too
2: i don't probably not he just got got paid he he was just taking a paycheck (laughs) (laughs) that's probably how they're going to pay that play that he was just a mercenary (laughs) that's why i'm sad no there's no war games i was (laughs) looking forward to seeing this (laughs)
0: I mean, it's not like we're not going to see it. We're going to see it.
2: Eventually, yeah.
0: Yeah, it might just be a while. But don't worry, bro. It'll get there. So, yeah. I'm, I, I think even since you said it was just a moment, we're going we're gonna to have to share it a little bit. <laughs> just because it, I don't have to go through the whole details because you already went through it. I really liked Pete Dunn turning heel. <laughs> We've seen him as a face for quite a while, so... I, I think him being a heel suits his character and his style a little more. So I really don't have to say much here. I just want him to keep that aggressiveness, which he really will. Might even push it a little bit more, so... It'd be interesting to see with his style how intense he goes with it. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to have to share that moment with you (laughs) because I really want to see what he does from here on out.
2: And it might be just a little bit of payback since when Roderick Strong joined the Unspewed Era. He turned heel against, with his tag team partner at the time, Pete Dunn.
0: Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah
2: so maybe it's just payback from them
0: yeah it could be too bad that pay-per-view already happened but oh wait (laughs) never mind (laughs) (laughs) payback yeah Yeah. you know we'll see where it goes it's definitely going to be interesting so we'll see if they decide to roll with that so now that we got all of our WWE shows out of the way for this week I'm gonna go over to Johnny and see what he enjoyed from Dynamite this week.
1: Well, we had our semifinal matches for the uh, the number one contender to the AEW title, <clears throat> uh, which were uh, uh, Warlow against against Adam Page, and then you had uh, you had Kenny Omega against. It was going to be Ray Phoenix, but Ray Phoenix was injured last week during his match. So uh, I, I guess uh, what's his name decided that that Pentagon was going to be... Uh, yeah, Eddie Kingston decided that Pentagon was going to be uh, in the match instead, and they, they they put on a really good match, which... I know they always do. They, they've had lots of matches in the, in the past. Just a, a lot of uh, high-flying action. But in the end, uh, Kenny Omega got the win. So we're going to see uh, when, uh, Waterloo, or um, Hangman Page beat Warlow earlier in the night. So we're going to get the final that we all wanted to see, which is Kenny Omega against Hangman Adam, Adam Page next Saturday at Full Gear. I can't wait for that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was some really good shit on their part this week. So now that we got that moment in there, I'm going to go over to Drew and see what moment he enjoyed this week.
2: The TNT championship match. a <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cody and Orange Cassidy. I liked when uh, the best friends dropped Cody outside the ring (laughs) because of the lumberjack match and they caught orange Cassidy, but when they caught Jericho, they just dropped him, (laughs) not Jericho (laughs) Cody. They just dropped him. (laughs) That was funny. Um, And then when Cody got thrown out of the ring near dark water, orange Cassidy came out there and saved him. Then they both jumped back in the ring, but that superplex off the top rope Onto the crowd outside of the ring. Just took everybody out. <laughs> that was cool. <laughs> Hell yeah. But it ended when uh, the ref and Cody weren't looking. John Silver comes in and kidnet, kicks Orange Cassidy. And while he's stunned, Cody hits the crossword crossroads, picks up the victory and retains his title. So... He gets to face Darby Allen next Saturday. <laughs> but that was a good match all around. And then after the match, everybody pretty much jumped in the ring and all the lumberjacks went went at each other.
1: And Cody yeah. was the only one standing on the stage holding up his hand while everybody else was in the ring fighting. And, and that um, Billy and Austin Gunn were the ones that cleared cleared everyone out. Yeah. And I I like that this Wednesday we're going to get a, a Cody in, in the in the Gun Club against Dark Order. Yeah. <laughs> and we're getting Hell uh, yeah. John Silver versus Orange Cassidy.
2: Yeah. Uh. <laughs> this week too. <laughs> or do they set see this week
1: or at the pay-per-view? Uh I think it's at the pay-per-view.
0: Yeah, I think it would be better at the pay-per-view, so yeah. that's probably what they're going to do yeah normally i would be mad with orange cassidy losing but him going up against john silver i think that's a good move so i'm happy for that and just the way cody won he's definitely they're definitely pushing the heel character with him so i wasn't too mad when that happened Mm -hmm. because there's a lot that can pay off from that, so I wasn't too mad with it. I enjoyed it. Uh, If I had to choose a moment, it it would definitely have to be Adam Page versus Wardlow, because Wardlow is a big dude, and I, I really like seeing him in matches. I like his intensity at the beginning of the match, there was a spot where Adam page pulled the ropes down and he kind of flipped. He went over the ropes, you know, classic spot. We see it all the time. I wasn't so sure as to how Wardlow would do in this match. Cause it seemed a little, the timing was off. He didn't go over the rope quick enough. It was off by maybe a second. But then later on in the match, he went for this senton. And I'm like, you completely redeemed yourself after that. (laughs) So it it just reminded me of how great he actually is. I know it's not the first time he tries a senton off the top, but with seeing how it started and how the match built up and how it ended, yeah, I keep on getting reminded as to how great Wardlow is so yeah this would definitely have to be my moment for the week and just to kind of add another note to it Matt Seidel I really like that you had a match here <laughs> because we we I really loved him in WWE and I know his first night with the company at the pay-per-view was a little it's a bit of a botch (laughs) so just to see him have a match here yeah i had to mention that because i really like him and i hope i hope he gets a great push so we will see what comes from that as well so yeah pretty good shit all throughout the week next week is going to be even that much better because of the build for our aew pay-per-view on saturday and everything with Murphy and Aaliyah, even though it was a little bit too soon, I'm glad to see they're doing it, and excited to see where that goes. Fiend and Alexa, poor Ramlin Rabbit. I hope you don't die next week. <laughs> You'll be <laughs> yeah, like just Kenny. Like
1: I mean, I, <laughs> yeah, I think I've already, I've already seen they, they. I think they made like a montage of all the times he, died, died so far. Which has been a lot so far. Yeah. He's like Kenny every week. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. He's the Kenny of WWE. So, (laughs) yeah. Just a lot of different moving parts all over the place that have us interested. So, hell yeah. Much like always, I'm excited to see where we go with all of that this week. So, to... Get with it and see how this goes this week. It's time to stump the brain.
2: Okay. We'll try something a little different this week. We're asking about specific matches. Okay. What was the main event of WrestleMania
0: 1? <laughs> <laughs> we went back a little bit for this one. Yes.
1: That was that. That was a tag team match with uh, Paul Orndorff and Roddy Piper against Hulk Hogan and Mr. T. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah,
0: he knows his shit, ladies and gentlemen. He knows Damn. his shit. I had to look yeah. it up. <laughs> I I was off by what one one WrestleMania? I think <laughs> I, I guessed WrestleMania two's main event for. <laughs> WrestleMania hey, you you guessed one, three. you guess three. Yeah. for one, okay, I guess three. I, I know it was one of the first couple of ones.
1: So what uh, were you going to say, Andre versus Hulk Hogan? Yes. Yeah, I
0: mean it's 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 one of the most memorable moments and matches <laughs> yes. ever. So it was WrestleMania three. three. Yeah, yeah, whenever I think of first and early WrestleManias, that's the moment that always pops into my mind. So. <laughs> that's what I went with whenever he brought the question to me, but we all know the brain conquers all. So uh, (laughs) he definitely got it again. So yeah, I thought we were going to get him with it, but obviously (laughs) I was wrong. So yeah, looking forward to everything that's going to happen this week. Uh, Everybody just remember to stay careful out there. Like we said, it's not over. It's, it's looks like, We're starting to lock down in some places again. So just be careful. Wear your masks. Wash your hands. The whole bit. We don't need to say it. It's been said for a very long time. So don't forget to listen to us on Apple Podcasts and any other platforms available. Spread the word. Uh, If you have any questions or comments, wrestling has lost its way at yahoo.com or wrestling has lost its way on Facebook, uh, we'll get back to you and talk to you all next week.
1: If you if uh, haven't gone out to vote yet, remember Tuesday, Election Day. Tuesday. Go out there go out there and vote.
0: And you know who to vote for. We yes. don't need to tell you. Yeah,
1: we'll see, him, <laughs> see you next week.
0: See you next week.
1: Thank you later.